Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. I am Fred Jones. No, I'm Pat Miller. Come on, it's my name's right on the show. How are you this week? I really appreciate you joining us. I'm going to do my best to help you get further along on your small business journey because it happens to be the reason why I'm on the planet. But I didn't know that for many, many years. We're going to talk about that in just one second. Let's talk about what's coming up on the show. We're going to talk about how to win a trade show or an expo. You know those things, you go to the local chamber of commerce and you get a table or a booth and you're trying to get a bunch of leads and make a big impact. And it can be really hard to do because no one wants to spin your wheel and no one wants your bowl of Snickers. So how do you go about making an impact at your next trade show? We'll talk with Matthew Wellner in a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about becoming a keynote speaker. And that is the emphasis. It's not writing that one keynote speech that makes you a million dollars. It's about becoming the keynote speaker that you need to be to make an ongoing impact and get all the stages you can imagine. Amber Griffiths will join us to talk to us about that. And, oh my gosh, and, and, but wait, there's more. We're going to introduce to you the Small Business Conference of the Year. The Idea Collective Small Business Conference is coming in early November, and I've got the entire scoop. We just announced the conference. It shouldn't be missed. We'll tell you who's coming and how you can get involved later on in the show. Okay, let's talk about this whole what are you doing and how are you doing it and where are you? Because something hit me the other day. When I thought I was going to get a big deal, and I didn't, and I thought, oh, man, I failed. And then I started to think about it, and I thought, you know what? I've been failing for a long time, failing left, failing right, and every time I fail, the business grows. Is that weird? I want to talk about change, and I want to talk about how failure is a good thing on your small business journey, because it really is a journey. Let's go back. How did you become an entrepreneur? Do you remember how you became an entrepreneur? Because inside our Idea Collective community, there's only a handful of our hundreds of members that were entrepreneurs from the jump. Almost everyone else came to small business after doing something else. And I think that's instructive because the skill set that it takes to be a good small business owner 
is pretty broad. If you want to win the small business game, you can't just be good at delivering the product. You have to do everything else or have a massive budget for people to get your idea out of the garage. So as everyone joins small business and entrepreneurship after doing something else, I started to reflect on my own journey. And I did nothing but fail. That's not true. I won a little bit. But the big pivotal things that happened to me came out of failure. So here's the story of a lovely lady who was, I'm just kidding. I had to say that. If you go back in my career, I was on the air forever and I was a broadcaster. So I did shows. And when you're on a show in a smaller market, all you want to do is get to a bigger market because that's where the opportunity and the money comes. So I spent 10 years maybe trying to get to a bigger market. And I remember going to Philadelphia from Lincoln, Nebraska, going to Philadelphia. This is my big break. And I left Philadelphia thinking I had that job. <clears throat> Didn't get it. But how different would my life have been had I got it? And would I be where I am right now? A couple years later, I was a leader now. I was a program director, they call it. And I had another opportunity. I thought I was going to Chicago which was my dream market, by the way, because I was born outside Chicago. And I thought I was finally going to be a leader in the Chicago market. I left Chicago thinking I had that job. <clears throat> Didn't get it. And how different would my life be now if I had got that job? Then I was in executive leadership at the radio stations I was at. And I thought I was going to the parent company. I thought I was moving to Cincinnati. I thought I had that job. And I didn't get it. And how different would my life be had I did? And after that third massive failure, I sat and looked around. And that is when I had the spark of inspiration. That is when it hit me. I'm using my time and my talent to build someone else's dream. And when you think about your journey from whatever you were doing before to now as an entrepreneur, you probably had that same realization. When will I build something for myself and my family? When will I follow my dreams and my passions to go make a difference in the world? We've all kind of had that realization. And the failures that I had, if those had gone a different way, I probably would not be here right now. I probably would be deeper into the machine building someone else's dream and be in a situation where I couldn't get out. In addition to not getting the jobs, my journey and my development for leadership gave me all the skills that I needed to go work with small business owners. If you look at what we've done since I left the radio industry, I started consulting small business owners. I learned how they should be marketing and engaging with their clients by being a radio guy. When the pandemic hit, I started a daily show. How did I learn to do a show? By being a radio guy. I lead a community now full of small business owners. How did I learn to do that? By being a radio guy. And now I'm doing a show and I get the chance, the opportunity to connect with you and help you and help small business owners at scale. How did I get that opportunity? By being a radio guy. Failure, left and right. 
yet lessons along the way. Think about your journey. Where have you failed? And if you were given the things that you wanted, would you be where you are today? No. Where you are today, if you're a small business owner, you've got an opportunity to build your vision. To follow your calling. To be true to what you need to see in the world to serve your clients to make a difference using the skills and talents that you developed along your path. From the lessons you learned from your failure. This is on my mind today because every day, all the time, in the business, there's something that you just desperately want to see come true. Oh, I need this deal. Or if only I could get that deal. Or if I got accepted to this event or whatever it might be. And when you don't get it, you can feel less than. You can feel defeated. You can feel like you're not as good as everybody else on LinkedIn. You know what that feels like, right? But I'm reminding you that you can fail your way to progress if you listen for the lessons inside. If you trust that you're on the right path, that you know you're following your calling, you have the courage to be true to yourself. The failure can keep you on the right path. You just have to keep it in perspective. Let's talk about what's coming up on today's show. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to win at your next trade show. We're going to talk about how to make that keynote speech resonate, how to be an in-demand speaker. And I get to announce all of the keynote speakers and share with you the excitement for the Idea Collective Small Business Conference in early November. It cannot be missed. Pinky, swear me that you're coming. Come on, pinky swear. Pink, come on, I'm holding out my pinky. All right, we'll do that announcement later in the show. But first things first, if you're trying to win your next trade show by putting out a bowl of Snickers and spinning the wheel and wondering why you're not getting anywhere, well, you need to hear our next guest. Matt Wellner has figured out how to win the trade show game, and we will learn from him coming up on America's Small Business Conversation. This is The Pat Miller Show. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face -face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a customer customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. 
now. America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation, where we talk about problems that we all face. And the idea is to learn from people that have done the thing so we can get further down the small business road. And today we're going to talk with someone that has solved a problem that so many of us face. You get the opportunity to go to a trade show or an expo and what do I do in my booth? And how do I make it turn into ROI that I can feel good about? Well, today's guest has done just that. Matt Wellner is with Krieger Communications. He's the Director of Sales and Client Experience, and he's going to spill the beans. Matt, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Great, Pat. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. How do we make trade shows count? Before we get into what you did to have a big win at the trade show, just Hit me with the numbers. Tell me about the ROI. What were the results that you generated from this trade show? Yeah, absolutely. So the trade show was uh, earlier this year. Um, About 490 or so people attended. Through this kind of quick campaign that we threw together, we had over 93 people stop and actually register at our booth. So that means they gave me their email or phone number, all their information in order to register for, uh, you know, the the secret sauce, I guess you could say we're going to get into here in a little bit. Um, Of those 93, uh, we booked five appointments at the show itself. So five uh, appointments for us to be able to go out and talk about what we do uh, automatically that day. And then uh, we had another 18 solid leads that came in through uh, wanting to know more a little bit about our business voice uh, enterprise platforms that we do. We had another of those 18 on top of the 18. Then we had another 20 that were asking about our network solutions stuff that that we had. So um, it was kind of a a full put together compilation of all of that. I have... Uh, two of those uh, net new leads that uh, I have quoted cur- currently. So I uh, haven't seen any sales per se quite yet, but it's relatively new in that sales process. So all you can ask for is those opportunities to go after uh, what's what's been happening. And I'm um, excited to have those kind of numbers pull through with, based on, again, that ratio of just under 500 attendees, uh, you know, 20% of those people stopped and registered at our booth. So what did you do at a busy trade show to get people to stop and give you their most precious commodity, which is time and attention? What did you do? Well, yeah, first, it's all about presentation. We're we're a technology company, so we wanted to try to kind of blow it out of the water with with what we actually did at the booth where uh, we had a TV rolling with some videos that we've created, some content and stuff like that. We had a ton of, you know, giveaways and where it wasn't just a you know, a, a pop-up and a background and, you know, a table sitting there with a guy looking like he's bored out of his mind. We, we had interactive <laughs> things going on, right? So um, the the one that we set up, though, was also uh, an actual live demo of what we do. So we call it our office in a box. So we had a switch, a firewall, and a camera all running on a Wi-Fi network that we created ourselves while we were there. So it was very interactive for clients to be able to come up or potential clients to come up and take a look at that. And so once you're kind of putting that, like make an impact, right? Like make sure that you're visually there, that people want to come and see you. Um, But to build up to that anticipation, uh, we ran um, a treasure chest campaign. And with that treasure chest campaign, what I did to prepare was actually physically mail out a letter to all of the 490 some people that attended um, with a key attached to it. One of those keys was a winner. 
and the rest of them were were not. They all looked exactly the same. They all fit into the lock. So it, it, when they actually got the letter, it said, hey, stop by our booth at such and such this time in order to try your key to see if you're the winner of our treasure chest. Like the first person that stopped with the letter and the key, I was like, holy crap, it worked. You know, like you have no idea <laughs> if this is actually going to work or not, right? And so um, I was also secretly hoping... God, I hope this isn't the winner because if it is, like <laughs> this first person stopping by, there's no audience yeah. to see it. There's nothing and whatever. So you know, she came over, she pulled her key off the paper, and it was it was not a it was not the winner, right? So um, inside of this treasure chest, though, as we started to advertise, it was over a thousand dollars worth of stuff, and so it was like you had this like one in five hundred shot of winning. So if you forgot, like let's say you forgot your letter. Right. Um, you wanted you still wanted this shot at winning something. That's how we started to engage and get the actual capture of those leads. Um, give me your information and you get a shot at a key. And I had a bag full of keys there as well that yeah. had in that bag was a, a winner. I didn't know which key it was going to be, but there was a winning key in that bag. And so if you gave me your, your registration information, scanned a little QR code and we had a lead capture through Microsoft Forms, um, you would be able to then randomly pick a key out of the bag and see if it fit. So it worked really, really well that way. We're talking uh, today with Matt Wellner from Krieger Communication about how to dominate the next trade show that you go to. Let me ask you one more question about the treasure chest yeah. while we have time. If someone walks up, they put their key in, and they don't win, there's still an engagement opportunity. So what did you do to the people that didn't win, but they were still there trying to win? Oh, man, that's that's a great question. It's almost like you could read my mind, Pat, whether there was a snowstorm about to blow in that night, right? And so not only were we able to re-engage with them about conversations about what we do as a company and, and all those other things that we had, you know, other things that you could win, but, but what we re-engaged with and what made this treasure chest so awesome was, hey... If we don't have a winner by this time because of the snowstorm that's blowing in, I'm going to guarantee there's going to be a winner at this time. And so we gave them a 2.30 time frame. If I didn't have somebody win by 2.30 in the afternoon, come and line up at our booth. And whoever's in line, I will count. And that's how many keys are going in. I will guarantee one of these people standing in line is going to wow. win. And so uh, they were all like, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, now they're hoping that because they lost. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. nobody else is going to win. And then they're, they're coming back to my booth again. So most of these like 90 some people not only registered at our booth, but visited our booth multiple times throughout the day to kind of see, is this, had it been won yet or had this whatever. And so when we get to 2.30, there's 40 some people in line at our booth <laughs> waiting to try their, their final try here. And so I counted everybody up. Um, I took the win a winning key, right? And I showed them, opened the lock with it. I didn't show them what was inside, but I showed them that the winning key opened the lock, relocked it, and then dropped that same key in, in the bag for them to be able to draw from. So everybody knew there was one in that bag because there were rumors floating that, oh, there's no winning key yeah, in right. there, whatever. You yeah. guys are just trying to whatever. And so I wanted to show that there's actually a winner there. And uh, so I went through the line, and you know there was, there was a winner during that, obviously, right? And so it got about halfway, maybe three-quarters of the way through the line, and somebody won. And there was this huge roar. Like, everybody was excited. There's people <laughs> jumping up and down. They're clapping. Like, to the point where other vendors are coming, like, peeking around the corner. Like, what are they doing over there? Like, what is happening? Um, and the great follow-up to that, like, uh, a really awesome gentleman was able to win it. And him and his wife sent a thank you note after the show. Like, it just, they weren't our target audience. But 
I didn't really care at that point, right? It was just about making that impact sure. and getting our name out there. And honestly, I was helping a small business then. They're a smaller business. And what they do is important, like assisted living facilities and, and everything. Like that's that's very important to keep those people comfortable, um, their residents comfortable um, to be able to make that impact. And um, as they kind of like uh, made it through, I re-engage with our leads and our and everything that's going on. And they're just like, man, everybody knows who you are now. <laughs> everybody knows the Krieger name. It did exactly what we wanted it to do. You got a trade show coming up, dominate it. And you can use that idea if you want. Matt Wellner, Krieger Communications, Director of Sales and Client Experience. What a great segment. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Pat. It's one of the toughest questions I get asked, how to win at your next trade show. And Matt, spoiler alert, I'm totally stealing the key idea. In about 20 minutes, we are going to announce the keynote speaker and everyone coming to the Idea Collective Small Business Conference. Stay tuned for that. We also are going to talk about how you can be a keynote speaker that's in demand. Amber Griffiths is standing by. We will talk to her next on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey. So make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- 310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And I know many of you want to get on stage and you want people to hear what you have to say. And when you ask people, how can you grow as a speaker? Oftentimes they'll say, well, you need that signature keynote presentation. Well, our next guest is really not so hot on that. She's got a much better 
idea if you want to go all the way as a speaker and be memorable. Let's bring in Amber Griffiths. She's the maker of legends from your brand by design. Amber, thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm so good. I'm doing very well. It's a thrill to be here. Thank you, Pat. If you want to be a big-time speaker, you need that one golden presentation. That's not how you look at it, right? Tell us how you look at it. Oh, my goodness. It's so antiquated. I'm sure it probably worked in the 80s and the 90s, but, you know, that was so not today. It's very limiting, and it's very about the topic. And when you limit yourself to a topic, a specific, here's the words exactly as I'm going to say them, you run the risk of being Googleable. They can go Google that information. Why would they hire Ooh. you? Why would they book you when they can just go look it up? So it's Ooh. more about creating and owning your signature delivery, which is about you and impression and about the audience. And it makes it, you're so much more flexible and so much more bookable. And bottom line is you become unforgettable that wow. way. Wow. All right. So as someone that was working in the 80s and 90s, thank you very much. Uh, Me too. (laughs) The the idea of being Googleable is brilliant. So as we avoid the signature presentation that someone could look up that information online, but we start to embrace a signature delivery, where do we begin on that? Because I wouldn't even know where to begin. Oh my goodness. It starts with you, right? Because this is all about how you are going to make your audience feel. This is about the experience that you deliver because that's the part that stays with them in their heart and souls. Your content, your topics, that comes and goes. How they feel and what they take with them when they go, that's the key. So let's say you start with your topic. What do I want to speak? This is whatever your expertise is, your passion. I mean, think of it. If you're going to be focusing on speaking to build your business, You've got to be able to speak hours and hours and hours on this topic. So make sure you're passionate about it. Even if you don't know everything you will learn. The things that I knew and was practicing 10 years ago, it's by nowhere close to what I speak about, even though it's still with branding and speaking, right? So pick your topic in something you're passionate about. Then I'd like to encourage people to look at some what I call label blocks. So it's not, here are my three things and I'm going to talk about these three things. It's I have this really great concept and you're not limited to three as you would be in like a keynote. You can have 2,700 of them because as entrepreneurs and speakers, we don't run out of ideas. So develop each one of these concepts with a story, with some examples, with an exercise. And it becomes this beautiful little package in and of itself. And anybody who's ever played with Legos, I'm a Fabulous. I, I love, love, love Legos. Lego video games, Lego set, doesn't matter, love Legos. They get to be put together to create so many different things, even if it's the same brick. So you put together your story, your example, your concept, your exercise, way to create that engagement with the audience, and that's Lego brick. Just me a Lego brick. Then you can say, okay, for this audience, I'm going to take these three. They're going to put together with this theme, and then you can't forget your signature open and your signature close. Because really, that's the opportunity to grab their attention, become unforgettable, and then at the end, your signature close is going to help send them on their way. So the part that is consistent is you. It's the way you make them feel. It's how they experience you and experience this transformation. Everything else in the middle, you get to decide and make sure you adapt it for that audience. 
We're talking with Amber Griffiths. She's the maker of legends from your brand by design. We're not talking about building a keynote speech. We're talking about building a signature delivery. What's so disruptive about the way you're talking is that most people are concerned with the audience. You seem to be most concerned with the person that's going to share information with the audience. I know that's oversimplifying it probably, but if the person who's on stage is really comfortable about who they are and what they have to shout from the rooftops, that probably makes your job a lot easier. <laughs> oh, it certainly does. But I, I want to make sure it's very clear. This is really about taking both you and the audience into consideration. When you so, show up with that signature talk, you get to either turn down that opportunity to speak if it doesn't match or you say this is my signature shop and this is the way i do it and you just hope like crazy some of the audience is going to resonate with that so it's very limiting but when you say this is what i speak about and then you find out that particular stage that delivery method this is how i'm going to put it together because of the audience it really is this beautiful complex marriage of who you are and what the audience needs to hear and what the audience needs to, to experience with you. Let's pretend you're a big time keynote speaker now, or you've done some stages and you're trying to grow. This is a shift in thinking. This is something that they really have to reevaluate how they're going to market. What are some of the steps that a current speaker would take to start embracing the message that you're sharing? This is part of that experience again. This comes through with what do I want the audience to experience? Uh, if you're revamping, for example, your one sheet, your civil wheel, this isn't about what you talk about. You don't share, I can do this and I can do that and I can do this. Because the problem with them is it comes across as very generic, very ordinary. And again, these three takeaways, I can go Google that. But you market it as this is what the audience experiences. When you come into an audience with me, you get excited this way. You have the urgency of this. You feel this anger. You feel this satisfaction. So it's all about the, the different layers of what the audience gets to get out of it versus this is what I deliver. This is how, this, these are the three things I talk about. So you get to market it by, because the hosts go, yeah, I've got 27 people who can talk about that. Right. Oh, my audience feels this. Heck yeah, I'm in. Get her in here now. And get her in here next month and again next year. So it's a completely different way to market yourself. With the time we have left, yeah. let's do a success story. Can you okay. think of someone that you've worked with that embraced this philosophy that you teach and now they're just out there killing it, doing a signature delivery, and they're just bouncing from stage to stage and crushing it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, work with a woman who spoke very, very clearly about artisans artistry and, and it's handcrafted, handmade, um, really high-end type stuff. Never thought she was going to be a speaker, was trying to figure out how to grow this pool of artisans that she was working with. So, okay, let's, let's not talk about my website does this and you can experience da-da-da-da-da. Let's talk about how you treat the artisans, the relationship you have with the artisan, how you promote them and build the relationship with their clientele. And at this point, instead of looking for a podcast or a stage that says, come on here and talk about how to sell your handcrafted items. She gets to talk about connection and community and hard work and the, the stories behind all this hard work. So she is so much now, she is so much more bookable. She is right and left on podcast right now. And her confidence is built that way too. It's not, I have this little window. It's the world is my oyster. Bring it. Let's rock this. <laughs> it's a completely different experience. 
I can imagine a speaker's confidence would go through the roof if all they had to do was show up and be themselves, which is the theory behind the maker of legends. Amber Griffiths from Your Brand by Design. A fascinating discussion. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Absolutely. It's real. Thanks, Pat. When we think about it, we're all conditioned to find that one keynote speech that kills. But I love Amber's perspective that it's about you and how you present whatever the information might be that is in demand. It'll give you a big opportunity as a keynote speaker. Amber, thanks for coming on the show. Let's do this week's show you should know. And the show you should know, by the way, is here for you. Are you a podcaster? Do you have a video podcast? Is there a show that you want everyone to know about? I'd love to share it on the air. Visit patmillershow.com and let us know what it is. But the show you should know is powered by Podcast Town. Podcast Town helps busy small business owners grow their business through podcasting. They help you launch, grow, and maximize your podcast. Learn more at podcasttown.net. The Blue Collar BS Podcast busts the popular myth that you can't find good people for your blue collar business. Learn about the different generations, find strategies that work, and make hiring and retention less stressful for your blue collar business. If you're a blue collar business owner, this is the show for you. It's called the Blue Collar BS Podcast, and you can find it. We've linked it up at patmillershow.com. All right, let's talk about the Idea Collective Retreat. The Idea Collective is our international group of small business owners where we connect small business owners and surround them with like-minded people that are living in abundance, they're positive, and they're ready to collaborate. I mean, does that happen ever? Like if you walk into your local business group, are the people there really ready to help you? Or are they there to sell you something? In the Idea Collective, everyone is joining with the idea of we can go further together. We get together in person every November for the Small Business Conference of the Year, and I've got the entire lineup, the entire lineup, ready to share with you, and I can tell you how to grab your tickets in the early bird window, which is happening right now. We will announce the conference and tell you everything you need to know next on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders and strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com. Act now. Krista at ChoicesCoachingConsulting.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. Let's talk about the small business event of the year. I'm excited to share with you all the details 
for the Idea Collective Small Business Conference presented by Bank 5.9 happening in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin in early November. Now, before I tell you that Marcus Limonis is the keynote speaker, oops, did I say that out loud? Before I tell you that the small business turnaround king, Marcus Limonis, oh, God, uh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Before I unroll everyone that's going to be there, let's talk about what's happening. Smallbizretreat.com, by the way, if you can't wait. This conference is different than all of the other small business conferences that you've been to. First off, it's three days. Why is it three days? Because you deserve some time away from working in your business. This is, first and foremost, a gift to yourself where you get to go to a four-star resort, get some time away, get surrounded by some like-minded people, learn a few things, have a cocktail, have a laugh, and just take a break to enjoy what you've built. First and foremost, that's what's happening at the conference. The second big benefit of coming are these power relationships. When you meet other people that look at business the way that you do, Oh man, magical things can happen. And you don't build relationships on LinkedIn. You don't build relationships at networking meetings. You build relationships around a fire pit. You build relationships over a meal. You build relationships when you're collaborating with someone in real time. All of those things happen at the Idea Collective Small Business Conference. So before we talk about the keynotes and before we talk about all the reasons why you should come, I just wanted to share that big picture overview because this resort is gorgeous. The people are amazing and there really isn't another conference like this for small business owners. So let's talk about who's coming and what you're going to learn. So not only will you have the benefits that we just talked about, you're going to learn from the best and the brightest. So I mentioned that the business turnaround king, Marcus Lemonis, is one, one of our keynote speakers. Now, Marcus, if you've seen him on CNBC in his show, The Prophet, he believes in people, process, and product. His three Ps, that's how you build a business. And he's right on. And during his appearance at the conference, I get the chance to interview him and you get the chance to ask him questions. You see, the way that we do appearances at the Small Business Conference is I get the most talented person I can find and then put them in front of you so you can ask them questions so you can build your small business. So I'll interview him about his three Ps and then we'll use the rest of the time for you to get some business advice so you can grow. So Marcus Limonis, the prophet from CNBC, he's one of our keynotes. We have two other keynotes and a whole bunch of other stuff. Our second keynote is someone you've heard on the Pat Miller Show several times, Hallie Brook. Hallie Brook is the CEO of Live Nourish Coaching, and Hallie has this radical idea that she can back up with science, but this radical idea that fitness grows your small business, and she can prove it. You know that feeling, right? It's Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock. You know you're supposed to log off and go to the gym, but if you just work on this proposal, you'll get closer to being successful. She's got the data to prove that going to the gym, 
that eating right, that putting yourself first is actually something that builds your business. She's going to give us the keynote. She'll be there in person. It's going to be an electric conversation that will challenge your assumptions about how you build your business. If you're just joining us, we're announcing the keynote speakers and all the reasons why you should come to the Idea Collective Small Business Conference in early November. I got another keynote to share. Our third keynote is Megan Riley. Megan Riley is the CEO of a string of dance studios called Tippy Toes. Now, why is Megan one of our keynotes? Well, Megan went on Shark Tank and Megan turned down Mark Cuban. How do you do that? And then went on to build a massive string of dance studios. So she's going to share her lessons from Shark Tank and tell us how to be successful at anything. She's built a giant business, and if you're one of us, you know you're trying to scale your business as well. So three keynotes, Marcus Lemonis, Hallie Brook, Megan Riley, but ho-ho, we're not done. We're also going to do workshops because remember I shared that the Idea Collective Small Business Conference is different than all the other conferences. We find that getting our people together and working and collaborating with one another helps build the business in real time. So we have an entire day of workshops where you will sit at a round table with other guests and work on the business together. We have four different workshops. One is about mindset. Mindset? Yeah. How we think about what we do is super important. The next one, about accountability. Accountability? Yeah. Accountability. Do you do what you say you're going to do, especially when you are your own boss? If you're not accountable to your vision, you're not going to go very far as a solopreneur. The next one, sales. Yeah, a sales workshop. Thank you very much, because if you don't sell anything, you don't eat. And then the next one, this one's really unique too, copywriting. How many times and in how many places do we have to go out and tell our story? The copywriting workshop is going to be bananas. Mindset, accountability, sales, copywriting. That's an entire day. We're also going to do an interactive idea slam brainstorming meeting where the group surrounds someone that's facing a challenge and the power and the wisdom of the crowd helps to solve their problem. And then our coaches culmination coaches row. And then on Saturday, I'm leading an AI workshop. So you can come to the conference, learn what you need to know to harness the power of AI and then save yourself time and money. It is the most unique conference I absolutely love doing it, and you can find all the details at smallbizretreat.com. Smallbizretreat.com. Marcus Lemonis, Megan Riley, and you? Yeah, I hope to see you in early November with the Idea Collective. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of The Pat Miller Show. And if you just found the show, go to patmillershow.com. You'll find our podcast feed so you will never miss an episode again. We'll see you next week right here. 
Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.